Welcome to Conversation with a Cancer, Season 2, Episode 6. And this is audio only because I don't feel like showing my face. But nonetheless, I come back with good content, good conversation, and I have a guest with me today. Uh, someone I'm getting to know all over again. Uh, we discovered each other again. Uh, I was uh, saving children from a burning building. And she was witnessing this. She was like, oh, my gosh, is that you? And I was like, I had like three kids and one arm. And I was carrying out a dog that had five legs. And she was like, hey, you remember me? So I would like to introduce the beautiful, the talented, someone who claims they are a great cook, but ain't never cooked for a player, uh, Penny Moon. Penny Moon, say hello to the people. Hey, guys, what's up? So on today's episode, I just want to talk about some things to get them off my chest. So this is more of a get it off my chest and more than a actual usual podcast. So first thing I want to touch base on is the Deshaun Watson situation. I am, I don't know, I say minority or majority or whatever, but I am very ecstatic, happy, elated, and excited to have him as our quarterback. Nothing more but our quarterback. However, he comes with a lot of baggage. More, yes, <laughs> like 22 bags to be precise. But I don't mean that in a bad way, like the women that are accusing him are bags. I mean, they're like, he's got a lot of luggage. And we took on all of that luggage because we want to win a Super Bowl. And the caliber of quarterback that he is, he can position us to win the Super Bowl because he is a top five player at his position. With that being said, we can't ignore that 22 women are alleging him for sexual misconduct. I mean, misconduct, misconduct, um, exposing himself to them, asking them for sexual favors, forcing them to do sexual things without their consent. And within the last week or so, two different times, a grand jury, since he's been, before he got traded and after he got traded, a grand jury has decided in the state of Texas, where you know they don't like Black folks, <laughs> have decided that this expensive Black man who makes millions of dollars for a professional football team doesn't have enough effort, evidence to indict him on criminal charges. However, there still are 22 civil cases out there. And I am not naive to believe that 22 women all have the same story. However, by the code of conduct in the NFL and by law, they don't have any proof to convict him or say he did anything wrong. So that's where I'm at. Not saying the man is innocent. I'm just saying, based on the evidence that has been presented up until this date of March 30th or 29th? 30th. Of March 30th, there's no evidence of wrongdoing. It is he say, she say. But how do you feel about it? The dude is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> like... I listened to two stories of these women, of two of the women that are alleging that he's done this to them. 
And I mean, it's ridiculous. It's. <sighs> so are you saying, okay, so let's get into this. I want to try to ask this and I, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like insensitive or sexist because that's not where I'm trying to be. But do you feel like as a woman, the first thing you think of is he's guilty? definitely guilty <laughs> um the reason why i say that is because if you, as a woman if you're put in a predicament when when most women are put in predicaments in that situation it's hard to say no and especially if you are a, of high caliber of a person it's hard to say no so I believe these women, um, maybe not, mm, maybe not all of them are, uh, cause like on the other hand, what I was thinking was, well, these women were, some of these women weren't even massage therapists to begin with. <laughs> So why are you offering um, massage services if that's not what you offer? So that's kind of weird to me. So I'm with you on that. I believe that some of them knew who he was and knew what they were getting into. That doesn't excuse any behavior that he did that was inappropriate, but they knew what some of them knew what they were getting into. And some of them were okay with it to an extent because they thought they were going to get something from it. Now, rather he went in there, you know, I read one story said he wanted one of the massage therapists to play with his booty. You know what I'm saying? Like he told her to get up in there. I mean, I don't know what type of glute you need to be free back there, but I mean, listen, I'm a guy who's had many injuries to his back and his body's and I'm 37. And in my life, I've been with four masseuses. Now I'm not an athlete not a professional athlete, not somebody I, you can compare to a professional athlete, but me, four. So he had 36 more than me. And so I've been listening to stories of other professional NFL players. And they're like, in my 13 year career, I've had four or five. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's obvious something went on or it was obvious he was paying for sex. But at some point, some woman probably didn't want what he was offering. The women that he probably was paying for sex, maybe they were enjoying it. And the actual masseuses was like, no, I'm just here to give you a massage, player. And he was like, well, I need more than a massage. I need a deep tissue massage. And they probably wasn't on it. So do I think he's guilty? He's guilty of something. It's impossible for him not to be guilty of something. Especially if I watch that two or three minute clip of that deposition where he just first off was wearing a suit with a rhinestone collar. Like you, you should be guilty just for wearing some dumb shit like that. But also from the same standpoint that it's 22 and you have 40 masseuses. So maybe there's more who don't want to speak up because they like, well, I got paid already. You know what I'm saying? So in my, in my mind, I just feel like, or they don't want to be in the well, none of them given their name either. They're all uh, Jane Doe's from my understanding. So they definitely don't want to be known who they are because if they did, they would have came out, had a press conference or whatnot. Um, but 
Deshaun Watson has said that he wants to clear his name. He doesn't feel he did anything wrong. He's got a mom, a sister, and an aunt. I mean, I got a mom, a sister, and an aunt. I'm pretty sure you got a mom, you got sisters, you got aunts. You get what I'm saying? Like that people who sexually misconduct, people who people who rape, people who take, people who force come from mothers. Like that, you're not going to make me believe you didn't do nothing because you're saying you got a mom or you love your mom. Shit, I love my mom and I had sex before marriage. I cheated on a lot of women. So like that doesn't excuse your behavior if you have done something wrong. But the fact that he said he doesn't want to settle and he wants to clear his name, he there's obviously some truth to what he's saying at some point because if you want to clear your name, you must know that some of them are lying. So that means you're expecting the ones that are lying to drop off and the ones who aren't lying to just settle out. And that's going to be able to tell us that maybe you did do something, but settling isn't a mission of guilt. Do you feel that way? Um, No, I don't think so. Oh. I think that it is it's not always a mission of guilt. Oh, do, do explain. Why do you not feel settling is not an admission of guilt? I mean, to some people, it might look that way, but sometimes, you know, because I saw an interview of him before all this stuff happened, and it seems like he wants to do a lot of good in this world, and, you know, I'm not in the sports or anything, but, you know, if we can get it, <laughs> if he can do something for our Browns, then you know, just getting this out of the way, there's no criminal activity going on. Get it out of the way, dude. Yeah, a lot of people want him to just settle, but in his mind, it's not about settling because he probably could have settled already because he's got the money. And some of them probably just want to be paid and they'll probably never say nothing about it again. And also, he's a guy who's big into Habitat for Humanity, communities, and things like that. So that's something he's known for. But up until this point, well, I don't remember the exact date, but over a year ago, there was nothing on Deshaun Watson. No type of tea, no type of smudge, no type of blemish, no type of scandal, just a very good quarterback in the NFL. And then this happens. So it made me think, like, at some point, he must have got away with something with one woman. It was like, let me try it with more women. That's what I think will happen. Like he was doing some things and some women were okay. And then he got to one woman. She's like, uh, uh, I don't like a fork in my throat. You know, like you're not about to stick my hair in electric shock and like something, he did something unnecessary and he got away with it. And he, he tried it again and he probably got better at it. So I'm not calling this man anything. I'm just saying, like, it's hard to believe that he didn't do anything. You know, he's guilty of something. Will it ever come out? We may never know. But according to the NFL Code of Conduct, if a grand jury ain't find no evidence or nothing to convict him, I don't know what the NFL think they're going to get because all the evidence has been given that these 22 women alleged him of doing to lawyers in a court of law. So the NFL has access to all of that. So if you're going to suspend him for what you think he may have done, but he didn't do it, or you don't know if he did it, I don't think you can suspend him. But that's just how I feel. 
What do you think? I agree. I agree. Okay. So let's let's talk about uh something that happened on Sunday night. I mean, I was I was sound asleep because I need my rest so I can get to the gym at 5 a.m. in the morning. But I woke up and I was walking down the steps to get to my car. And for some reason I just hopped on Twitter. No, in my family group chat, uh, they were posting about the slap. So I'm looking at it like, what? Will slapped who? Not Chris Rock, because Chris Rock is my favorite comedian of all time. So I'm already like, come on, son. And so I only watched it one time. I don't like to see people get hit or get hurt or whatnot, especially someone that I, something of them I enjoy. So I was driving to the gym and reading, you know, two things you're not supposed to do, you know, you're supposed to text and drive, you're supposed to read and drive. But anyway, I'm reading it and I'm just like, oh shit, like Chris Rock do be talking to shit. Now the joke itself, the G.I. Jane thing, that didn't bother me none whatsoever. And I'm going to tell you why that didn't bother me because the joke wasn't good. That's one. And two, Chris Rock is going to talk about people in the audience. He's a comedian. He's a true definition of a stand-up comic. I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to tell jokes. Oh, you got on Red and Boysenberry? Girl, you look silly. That's the type of comedian he's going to talk about you. Doesn't mean that he's right. That's just the type of comedian he is. He's not a physical comic. He's a observe the room type of comic. He's going to come out with his jokes. And if you see something funny in the crowd, he's going to speak on it. But I just think like, okay, let me just say this. Will Smith was at his breaking point. Was the Oscar his breaking point? Was he probably super nervous by the chance about winning an Oscar? Sure. But I think his breaking point was he's heard so much over the past seven, maybe eight years about, even longer than that, about his wife, about Tupac, about her sleeping with August Alcina, him sleeping with Margot Robbie, just his kids, you know, his daughter, you know, just their fame. You know, he just, he's endured so much. His beef of the dark skin I vib, you know what I'm saying? He just, he not being a, a top selling movie star anymore. You know, him saying he'd been jealous of The Rock. He wrote in his book that he was, um, he was a coward because he never protected his mom from his father. And he felt like he wasn't a, a true provider, a true protector for his family. And so like all of that probably was just sitting on the, at a boiling point hearing the word entanglement. He probably couldn't watch the Disney movie Tangle because that just triggered him. Like he has so much going on. And I think at that point he was laughing. He was like, I'm, I'm it. This is it. Chris Rock just was the person that pushed him over the edge, but did he probably have some built up for Chris Rock? Probably so, you know, because Chris Rock says some, I don't want to say discouraging things about Will and Jada at the 2016 Oscars, but he says some stuff that probably wasn't necessary for his joke. I think he could have got that joke off a little better. Did you hear that joke? I did. Okay, so that's the one about the one about Rihanna's panties, right? Did you hear no, that one? That one. No. Okay, you so. So Chris Rock, I think it was the 2016 Grant Oscars, he said a lot of Black people were boycotting the Oscars because certain people wasn't getting nominated. And um, he said Jada Pinkett and Will was a coming. He was like, Jada Pinkett, you really boycotting? You know, you doing TV. He was like, Jada Pinkett boycotting the, uh, the Oscars is like me boycotting getting into Rihanna's panties. 
I wasn't invited to that anyway. So me boycotting it is pointless. So you know what I'm saying? Like he and he just went on about that. Like that wasn't a message. It was funny. Like that, I ain't like that John was funny. But you gotta think about it like they're hearing all of this. They're doing that dumbass show, Red Table Talk. By the way, you ever watch Red Table Talk? I love Red Table Talk. What are you talking about? Okay, so I've never watched. I've only seen clips. Like, what's the premise of Red Table Talk? Red Table Talk is just a space of three generations of women just speaking about different topics uh, that affect them and affect women in general. So it might not be your type of show, but I get that. But it it's a... Uh, it's necessary because they expand on topics that a lot of people don't really talk about, especially, you know, on such a big, huge platform like Facebook. The show is on Facebook? It is. Facebook does shows? Uh, yeah. Oh, Facebook, Facebook TV Watch. or something like that, It's right? like Facebook Watch or Facebook something. Facebook Watch, yeah. I bet you that's dead now. But uh, they can get any platform they want. So th- just... So things like that. So, and then he had to talk about the entanglement publicly. I just think Will was at his breaking point. Um, I'm not a person who believes it was a violent act or anything like that. I only thing that I disliked about it is that I wish it didn't happen at the Oscars. Like that needed to be a private moment or at least off camera. Because now that everyone saw it, everyone has an opinion. Everyone wants to judge Will. And up until this point, you couldn't say nothing negative about Will. You never heard anything negative about your stuff about Jada. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you never really heard anything. Now people talk about, oh, Will's got a problem. He's mentally unstable. All these white people like, oh my gosh, I'm so triggered. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared for my, like, cut it out. Have you heard that um, some people think that uh, it was fake? Listen, (laughs) if it was fake, it would have came out already. But however, Sam, Tyler Perry, Denzel, uh, Bradley Cooper, they wouldn't have all did what they did to if it was fake. You know what I'm saying? It was it was as real as it gets. You know what I'm saying? As real as you if you would slap me right now. So like, I think, do I think Chris deserves to be slapped? No, but do I think Chris deserves to be checked for all the things he said over time? Sure, absolutely. But I do feel like Will was going to, Will was going to come out or come at someone like that eventually. Well, do you know why he felt that way about the joke? Well, okay, because of the the hair. Alopecia. She has okay. uh, Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, and she's been dealing with that for years. Mm-hmm. And she's finally came out to speak about it. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's a lot of things going on at home that she's dealing with that made him feel like i need to protect my wife you know right and so i don't think here's that's another reason why i think chris don't deserve it it's not chris's job to know stuff like that about people in the audience however i did hear that joke wasn't written that was something he improvised so if you improvise something and you don't know something about somebody you know things can happen however that's another thing I want to touch on how you were saying like things going on at home and whatnot. And you know, Chris did that documentary about good hair. Remember that? Right. Who, you know, who was in it, right? Jada. <laughs> so I think Chris felt like he had some leeway to say that about Jada. Cause it was a, an offense. Wasn't a 
offensive joke in his mind. It was just a simple, just you cut your hair off, you're going to play G.I. Jane too, you know. But I just think Will just had so much, I don't even want to say rage, so much inside of him that he never gets to let out unless he's behind closed doors. So I don't know. I think a lot of it stems from just everybody's been taking a shot at him. Just everybody. Everybody. There's only so much one person could take. People's like, it's violence. You should never hit somebody. Sure. But there's only so much disrespect a person can take. You only got two cheeks, and I'm not in the, in the mood to turn both of them. So I'm going to turn the first one. <laughs> but I ain't going to give you the other one to hit. I'm going to just let you know that one cheek. But, okay, so I was saying, um, oh, here's another thing I want to touch on. So people scream to their blue in the face protect black women right that's a big thing nowadays because it's true protect black women and as soon as one does it in a public forum on a big platform everybody screams oh no so let me ask you this before we get back to the wheel thing do you want your man to aggressively defend your honor or you just want your man to stand up for you it depends on the situation i i think that if things become in a physical nature that he needs to protect me yeah you need to use your hands to do what you need to do to get it get it done um as far as will's case uh, i think it it could have been done a better way you know after the oscars he could have you know made a statement and they could have done a red table talk about it <laughs> And, um, and, you know, just hash it out in that way. And it's probably going to be a red table talk about this because it's, it's, I hope not. It's definitely going to be a red table talk. <laughs> it's a perfect opportunity because I know what happened when they got home. Jada was like, look, I appreciate it. The joke was stupid. However, you could have handled it in a better way. So you think when they got home, Jada was like, I don't think you should have slapped her. You think she really said that? You think? I, I, I believe that she said that. Okay, I don't. Actually, I think she loved that Will did it. That's just my opinion. I don't think she loved that he slapped him at the Oscar, but I think she loved that he stood up for her in such a manner because she wasn't feeling the joke. She was going through whatever she was going through. And I think that she just needed that. I don't. I don't want to say reassurance, but I think she needed to know that in that moment he would do that for her. I. I. I think yes, she enjoyed it because I mean, anytime a man stands up for you in any situation that you know you feel it necessary to, I mean, it feels good and. You know, protect black women, of course. So in that situation, I believe that she was definitely definitely. I I I she and she enjoyed watching that happen. <laughs> I know I would <laughs> if somebody was making fun of me. Okay. So so we both agree it should have been done off camera. But we both know 
in the heat of the moment and that rage hit you or that that urge or that desire to let everyone know at one point at one time in that one second hey no more this because people ain't gonna make fun of jada publicly like that no more they may make little jokes in their podcast and stuff like that but and also I think that's the first time Will and Jada been in the room while somebody made a joke too. Think about that. Cause you said red table talk, movies, IG, you know, I'm walking down a red carpet. You know, this ain't the first time Will slapped somebody. Remember that uh white man kissed him on the carpet and he slapped him in the mouth? You remember that? I do remember that. that so crazy. Will is prone <laughs> to slap somebody if he gets to that point. I just think like. Chris Rock was just right place, wrong, wrong, wrong joke. Like he was supposed to be there. He was introducing Quest, Quest Love for winning an Oscar for his uh, documentary for uh, Summer of Soul. You ever seen that? No, I didn't get a chance. To I'm taking that. your blackness card away. <laughs> um, that's a great documentary about that, that uh, Soul Festival. Um, so that was just something I felt. Um, I think. I mean, they're both in their 50s, so I hope Chris Rock don't want to reserve it with the hands, because you like, I think Chris Rock like 57 or something like that, I think Will like 52. Y'all too old for that. Uh, I know Chris's brother Tony wants to resolve it aggressively. He's responded that it had, and he wants to resolve it, I think, aggressively. But I think that's just anger and the disrespect he felt for his older brother and the embarrassment he probably feels. And that's, you know, that's how I would feel if somebody slapped my brother on stage. Like, I don't think we can talk about it till the hands get thrown. Can we talk about the composure <laughs> that Chris had to have? Because I know not one black man <laughs> that can get slapped on national television live. <laughs> I... I don't need to talk about how Chris being a professional. I just think that's not, I don't think Chris is a fighter. Like I said, he's 57. He's, even though he got slapped, people's like, he should have had his hands up. He had his hands behind his back because he thought Will was getting ready to say something to him. So he leaned into it. Oh. Yeah, he leaned in because he thought Will was getting ready to say something, but Will, you know, say, what does a five finger say to the face? <laughs> so that's where, you know, that went, uh, Shout out to Chris for showing characteristics that norm, like he's a normal person, a normal black man wouldn't have shown. Uh, I don't want to sit here and say, oh, I would have jumped on him and beat him up. But I just know that if you slap me, we got to do what we got to do. I don't care where we at. You know what I'm saying? But Chris Rock just, I don't know if he saw the bigger picture or Chris Rock is just a nonviolent person in general. So you nah, know he wanted to throw hands i don't know because i'm of the i'm of the mindset you gonna forget no split split second you're gonna forget i i'm of the mindset if you want to fight somebody you're gonna fight that person regardless and i think chris just is not a fighter that's another person that you don't hear doing stuff like that besides him cheating on his wife i think he cheated on his wife i think chris rock cheated on his wife um but yeah, like, I was already wanting to go see Chris Rock when he comes to Cleveland in June. I really got to go see him now. Yeah. I know he going to just be on point. Uh, I, think his, I think his tour starts tonight, too. 
That's why I think that it was fake publicity. What does what what Chris Rock need uh, being slapped on stage for for publicity? And he's going to, and some of his cities he's doing with Kevin Hart. He doesn't need the publicity. He's Chris Rock. People are going to show up to see him because he's great at stand up. I bet you whatever they are promoting right now is going to sell out. Oh, I did heard his ticket sales was up like 150%. So I read that today. I'm like, damn, 150%. So um, it'd be interesting to see what comes from it because they got to talk at some point. And as men, they need to talk by themselves. Uh, I don't necessarily know if Chris has to apologize to Jada because his intent wasn't to hurt. His intent was to be funny. Was the joke funny? No. But he didn't, he said he didn't even know about the, uh, how you pronounce the word, alopecia? Alopecia. Alopecia. And so if he definitely didn't know about it and his joke wasn't written, I don't think he necessarily needs to apologize to Jada, but he does need to have a conversation with them because at this point, um, that's the next step. They have to have a conversation, but they have to have the conversation when Chris is ready. When he's open and he's ready to communicate and deal with it, um, that's when it needs to happen. Not when Will wants to, not what Jada wants to know. Chris is the one who's embarrassed. Chris is the one who got slapped. It has to be when he's ready because that way he's ready to address it. He's not in such a trauma state and he maybe he's past any anger he has about it because if you try to do it before then, you're going to make it worse. But that's just what I feel about it. So I think they should wait until Chris is ready to talk about it. And then I'm pretty sure they got each other's numbers. And I'm pretty sure at this point they got second or third degree separation to get in touch with each other. So it's going to happen. Um, I hope it happens behind closed doors. We don't need to know about it. It just needs to happen. Thoughts? I'm ready for the uh, red table talk. (laughs) (laughs) So how often is the show red table talk? Um, Come on. How is it a seasonal thing? Is it? It's uh, it was a, yeah, it's a seasonal thing. It's uh comes out like once a week. Has like two seasons already. So it's, so it's not so does it happen the same time every year or No, it's a it's a weekly show. Okay. Well, whenever y'all get that that uh purple teddy bear show back um We'll see what happens. <laughs> so, so before we end this, you know, we were debating on, we're not debating on, we were trying to figure out what our third topic was going to be about. And uh, for once, I couldn't come up with nothing. Like, that was so weird for me that I didn't have a third topic. Um, and then you didn't have one. So naturally, I just think we should end it. But I want to talk about something. I want to slight bash my friend, my best friend, for wanting to leave her cat in her apartment for four days without food and water. So I had to make her drop her cat off. Well, not make her. I just aggressively text her about the necessity of the cat having food and water. And then I sent her a picture of Ivan Drago. If he dies, he dies. You ever seen that? If he dies, he dies. Oh, my God. Let me show this to you. But you ever seen, I think that's Rocky Three. So you wasn't a Rocky fan? No. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just like you just now seen 40-year-old version for the first time ever in your life. Don't judge me. I mean, <laughs> I can't believe yeah, I made her watch the 40-year-old version because she never seen it before. Um, so my best friend left her cat over here 
because she's not she's out of town until Monday. And uh, the cat doesn't like me, won't even come in my room. It's just sitting in my kitchen on the floor, hoping that I disappear so I can roam around freely. And then Penny Moon comes over and like you said, the cat lets you pet her. Yeah. Uh, unflipping believable. Unflipping believable. She's not sweet, sweet little kitty. I don't know about that, but your cat loves me. I went over to your place. Was that two times or three times? three times and one time we were talking on the phone you had my speakerphone and your cat tried to break down your door because it <laughs> thought i was in your room that's the first cat in cat history that's ever liked me is your cat i'm pretty sure that that's the first for me a cat ever liked me because i told a story about a woman in my past that i was dealing with on an intimate level and her cat tried to fight me for having intimacy with her owner so i know cats don't like me but for some reason, your cat has quite the attraction to me. Maybe it's the way I smell. Maybe it's my voice. Maybe, you know, she just likes my body temperature. Whatever it is, your cat wants to be my best friend. Yeah, I don't know. I She doesn't like me the way she likes you. That's, That's a lie. That's no. a lie. She does not like me like that. Like, she'll run away from me and everything. When so I, That's not true, because the first time I came over, your cat was sitting on your couch above you. <laughs> so she was close to you. It took her a while to warm up to me. But don't your cat loves you. Yeah. I feed her. That's uh, why. That's why. <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. Well, I would like to thank you for being a part of this episode um i really wanted to talk about those things and i definitely needed a woman's perspective and touch and outlook and it's good to know that you want to be protected if the as you say the situation calls for non-violently or slap violently you want to be protected and i'm a firm believer in no disrespect is tolerated at all and it's just nice to know that nice to hear that some people just, you know, they have a different opinion about it, but at the same time, they can understand it. Cause some people I talked to about this, they was like, no, Will was wrong. Don't put your hands on people. Like the hair joke doesn't bother me because one, it was a bad joke. And two, Chris didn't know. It's not his business to know, no matter how publicly she talked about it. So, and also, the Deshaun Watson thing, we just got to let that play out and see what happens. Um, it will be interesting to see if, for some reason, it, the, uh, the likelihood of 22 women lying is just not going to happen. But if it do, I'm going to be hollering. Because all these people that accused them, called them names. And he, let's go back to that real quick before we end this. He's in a lose-lose situation. Because no one's going to believe 22 women lied. Even if they come out and it's proven that they lie, no one's going to believe it. Just pay out and get it over with. So you think his, <laughs> so if he settles, people are going to think that he did something. He's in a lose lose. He's in a lose lose situation. He, it is what it is. He needs to just take this L. Take the L, huh? Take the L. Mm. Well, I hope it gets resolved before training camp starts because that way we need to just know where everything's at because. Yes, those women probably don't have the money to go to court as much as he can take them to court. So maybe he's going to try to just dry out that whale, just wake them out till they in debt. But 
tooth and nail for this. But they don't have the money to fight tooth and nail. Them lawyers just going to do a pro bono? They already tried a yeah. grand jury, and the grand jury said no, so. We'll see. We'll see. But this has been episode six of Conversation with a Cancer. I am your cancer. And until the next time I see you, stay safe. Wear your mask if you're still wearing masks. And like I always say, eat more chicken. Bye, guys.